Hello and welcome to the 30th episode of the Two Black Two Nerdy podcast. I'm your host, Chris. All right, so um, we had an issue recording this episode of the podcast. Um, the first 20 minutes or so didn't actually get recorded. Um, it's Chris and I talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's a new game that came out. Um, I'm going to talk about it for a few seconds briefly just to give you kind of the idea what we have spoken about. And then we're going to cut to the rest of the episode where we get into a bunch of other stuff that actually was recorded. So, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's a cool RPG. It's a remake of the popular Final Fantasy VII, you know, Cloud, Sephiroth, all that good stuff. Um, it's super beautiful in HD. Um, the gameplay is super great. You know, it's more of a Kingdom Hearts style this time. You know, it's not that turn-based gameplay that you're used to. They expand on a lot of things that, um, they expand on a lot of parts of the original game that didn't get an expansion. And they're breaking up this remake in the parts. So this remake only covers a certain portion of the original story, but they blow up so much that it's its own game in its own right. Tons of levels, tons of things to do. I really enjoyed it. Um, some slight spoilers. They do end up making some changes to the story that I don't want to spoil here. I did originally when I talked about it, but I won't do it here because this is kind of quick and kind of brief. Um, but they made some changes to the story um, that essentially makes the future of these remakes kind of unknown where... This storyline is not going to follow the original Final Fantasy VII beat for beat. They're going to try to do some different things. So my hope is that, you know, while I enjoyed this game and had a good time, I hope they take extra care with the these future games and make sure they give us a story that's either as good or better than the original Final Fantasy VII, which is going to be tough. But I have faith in Square Enix and... After seeing this game, I hope they really do it. So yeah, um, check out Final Fantasy VII Remake if you're into Japanese RPGs. It's a great game. Now um, sit back and enjoy the rest of the podcast with um, Chris and I. All right, thanks for listening. Well, speaking of, I guess, old video games that are coming back new, uh, or at least trying to be, uh, I've been playing the Battlefront Two from 2005 with my brother and then I'll play the new Battlefront or the new Battlefront 2 that EA put out and just put out its last sort of DLC, not the yeah, last sort of DLC. Um, and honestly, like, I think that definitely there's a big improvement from the first EA Battlefront to the second one. I still think the Battlefront 2 that we got 15 years ago is still more fun. So, uh, would you say it was a disappointment? Would you say it was a disappointment? I wouldn't say it's a disappointment. Um, I just think that they, so they just released an update where, um, I think it was at the beginning of 2019, they added something called, uh, supremacy mode, where pretty much you do a land-based, uh, mode where it's like sort of capture like domination in Call of Duty, you have five points, you got to keep them and hold them for a while. And then whichever sides holds it to get to 100%, you go onto their ship to try and destroy it. Um, and that was fun. And in this new update, they added the original trilogy maps for it and original trilogy characters. But then they didn't add the space portion of it. And I'm like, well, why? That just seems sort of an unnecessary thing to leave out. And so it's just things like that where they leave things out in different places just feels like the game is inconsistent. And, uh, you know, they're not going to do battle. They said they're they they're going to do Battlefront 3, but not for a while. But it's like, what are you really going to do with that? Because, you know, with Disney wiping out the extended universe, you have to give them a lot of time to build up new content. Yeah. And then you have, like... The like the Mandalorian rebels and characters from there. But at this point, why don't you just add them to the, this game? And they're like, no, we're done. We're going to focus on battlefield six. Yeah. I mean, I feel like star Wars is in a weird place right now. Yeah. 
I mean, you got, yeah. So how how often do they release um, Battlefield games or Battlefield updates? The last Battlefield game came out in, I want to say, 2018, 2017. Uh, yeah, no, it came out in 2018, um, at the end of 2018. So it's, it's been almost two years. Uh, Battlefront, they've been doing, like, these big updates, maybe, like, every eight months or so. Because, like, the game is massive. It's, like, around 100 gigabytes on my hard drive with all the stuff they put on. But, it, you know, I don't know if you remember, but Battlefront 2 is the one with the huge controversy where they wanted you to um, earn the characters you got, and they had the microtransactions, and Reddit just sort of flipped out on the most downvoted Reddit post in history. Oh, Reddit. Yeah. And so, like, I think, you know, they did a good job not doing paid DLC and just having it be free, but, you know, it's just an inconsistent spot, just like the rest of Star Wars, because the movies were all over the place. The Clone Wars, which came out, have come out during this quarantine period, haven't really stayed good. The Clone Wars, the show, you mean? Yeah. How is that, by the way? Oh, it's great. Uh, Dave Filoni doesn't miss. <laughs> um, so they did... Uh, um, it's This final season is 13 episodes. Um, and these final four are focusing on the Siege of Mandalore, which is talked about briefly in um, Rebels and in the Ahsoka novel that came out a few years back. Um, and you're actually getting to see it, and it's been really good. And it ties into episode three, sort of directly. So it's just cool to see everything go on. And then it's just like, why can't we get more of this? Disney, why'd you have to end this so you could make Rebels? You could have pushed Rebels off a couple of years and finished the show up. Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, it's something for Disney Plus, at least, right? Yeah, I guess. Because then at, at that, well, I guess Rebels has been over for a couple of years, so Rebels would be ending around now. Because they, um, cause Disney Plus is in, they're having an issue with the whole quarantine thing because, like, they, they're, all their new content's pushed back. Yeah. And that, and that's the thing when, with all these streaming services, if you didn't have things already, um, stocked up in the pop, pipeline you're going to be hurting for a minute but i mean disney has so much content that's not even on there that they should be fine like the famous Jet jackson's not on it and the brandy and whitney houston cinderella's not on it and you <laughs> own these things outright i forgot yeah i remember the i remember the brandy and whitney houston cinderella man that was uh that was i was a bit i remember that was a the big de- the big deal when that came out Mm-hmm. And they didn't. Have, that movie doesn't have a soundtrack, and it didn't get released in theaters because they weren't sure whether a black Cinderella would actually track, and um, they didn't think it was going to make enough money. But they were wrong. People love that and still love that. Was a. Uh... Was Whoopi Goldberg the mom? Yeah, she was the queen. And Victor Garber? Yep, he was the king. And they had an Asian kid. Yeah, yep. I, I remember that. The prince was, yeah, that was that was something else. Yeah, I, I'm actually, as you mentioned, I'm actually remembering that movie. Um, Trying to think. So I beat this game called Near Automata. Came out in 2017. Robot Apocalypse. It like takes place like pretty much like humans have gone. Humans are most humans have gone extinct. The surviving humans are on the moon, 
and robots have taken over the planet. So they created their own androids to send to the planet to take the Earth back. And um, so had some, it, it's like hack and slash type gameplay. Had a really depressing story. Um, I beat that on Friday. And I still don't know how I feel about it. Um, the, the gameplay was good. And the storyline was good. So I would definitely recommend if you're looking for something different to check it out. Um, but man, that, that ending, I still don't know if I'm over it. And that's not something. It's also one of those games like I don't think I could spoil it if I tried. Um, I've been replaying the uh, Ezio trilogy from Assassin's Creed. So that'd be Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and Relations. I haven't got to Revelations yet. Um, but because I just beat Brotherhood, those were my favorite Assassin's Creed game. Assassin's Creed games, and given that uh, they just did the trailer for Valhalla, uh, I think there's just a big difference in. Yeah. I think it's just such a big difference between where the games were uh, when, like, about ten years ago, and where they are now. Because it feels less like a assassin game and more like your general action adventure sort of God of War type game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of times franchises will they'll change bit by bit over the years. I mean, do you think do you think what they're doing now is better or worse than what they've done before? I feel like I still like the action because I didn't play Odyssey and I might get it a little later. Um, the last one I played in the newest ones was Origins, and it felt more like I. And in playing this one, I like the combat better in these new ones. And after Assassin's Creed Three, I sort of lost the um where the like outside of the um like outside of the animus where the present storyline is going because after you killed off desmond in assassin's creed 3 is sort of like okay then they figured out how to access you had an unnamed player or unnamed person be the person in the animus and then you had oh you can access anyone's dna so doesn't really matter and then they have this current person i can't remember her name it's like what is the is the is the threat still coming is that god person still trying to wipe out humanity what's going on so i feel like they they have sort of lost sight of that or maybe i even stop okay yeah i kind of i think i i think i kind of understand what you're saying, so like, because I, I haven't played the Assassin's Creed game, so it's sort of like earlier in the games you felt like there was more of like a plot thread and like an overarching thing, and now it just seems like they're just trying to make things up as they go. Yeah, and it sort of feels like because there were, uh, I feel like the last game that where you actually felt like an assassin was. Um, syndicate which was a game i think that came out before origins where you were in like revolutionary france somewhere there yes during that time period because i don't think napoleon had taken over so late 18th century france um and ever since it's more like you're less of a assassin in that smooth fighter and more of a soldier or a brawler So you lose that sort of sleek feel to it. But I mean, they're still enjoyable games. They're still beautiful. The fighting is still fun. It's just different. I don't think it really can be called Assassin's Creed anymore besides that they, every character has the hidden blade for some reason. I mean, you kind of have to. You never know. You'll need it. Oh, yeah, of course. But, yeah, I'll probably get Valhalla after I beat Odyssey whenever I get Odyssey. Um, I'm trying to think what else I played. Oh, 
So um, they released a up, up, pretty much an upgraded version of Persona 5 called Persona 5 Royal. Um, they pretty much take the uh, original game. So Persona 5 is sort of like a... It's an RPG. It's like half RPG, half um, like life simulator. So like half the game, you're like living your life in like Tokyo. And the other half of the game, you're like fighting monsters in another dimension. Um, Persona 5 Royal pretty much... Um, Adds uh, a, a decent amount to the story, adds in some new characters, um, overhauls some of the things that people don't like about the gameplay. And um, I mean, Persona 5 is pretty much one of my favorite games ever. So I had a ton of fun at Royal. I put like an hour, I mean, not an hour, I put like over 100 hours into it and I beat it um, a couple weeks ago because um, hashtag quarantine. Um, so. I enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun. I would definitely say if you're into any like Japanese RPGs and you have a PlayStation 4, you might want to check out Persona 5 Royal. Um, and I think that wraps up most like game stuff for me. Chris, did you have anything at all? Um, I don't think I have anything else. I think I've just been playing Battlefront, either the Battlefront 2s and Assassin's Creed. Uh, that's probably about it. I think at the very beginning of quarantine, I was playing through The Witcher 3. And I think I dove so deep into it that I'm like right at the end of the main story. And of course, I had the DLC flow and I stopped playing it because I'm just like, I need to savor this a bit because I don't want to get through 100 hours of content in like a week. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, because like. Sometimes you'll be in a situation where it's like, I really enjoy this game. See, I, I well, I struggle, though, because sometimes it's like, well, I have some extra time, so I should use it to play the game. I should use it. I should put time into games that I maybe wouldn't, you know, with, like, kind of, like, my normal schedule. But at the same time, it's like, I'm enjoying this. I don't want to rush it and beat it in a week. And then I'm like, well, what do I do with my life now? So no, I, I totally get what you mean. Yeah, and then with um, with a game like the, like when Skyrim, when I rushed through it, the first time I played Skyrim, I think I beat the game on level 17 because I just went through it. I think the only side quest I did was the Civil War aspect because you, you sort of have to go through a certain point in the uh, Civil War aspect to get through the main story. And then maybe I did the companion side quest. But I beat it before I got to level 20. And, and then I was like, oh, let me start this over and do all these other things. And then I was like, level to like 50 or something before I beat the main storyline. I'm like, oh, I don't think I can do that as much with the Witcher 3. Yeah, you have a bunch of quests and contracts and stuff to do. But, you know, there's more, there, there's more in world stuff but not as much side quest stuff. But yeah, I think that wraps it up for games for me. Um, Do I know we... we're talking about... I was going to say, you want to talk about Flash and Legends? Mostly? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's get into those. Because those are the... Uh, well, I mean, Batwoman came back. But um, we'll talk about Flash and Legends. So um, Flash, we learned a little bit more about the whole... So Barry's losing his powers, right? Um, right. And we're learning a bit more about the villain of the season, which is the woman who's in the mirror with Iris. I forget her name, but I believe she's one of the Mara Masters, right? Yeah, she's uh, gender bent Evan McCog, who is... I think the original Mirror Master and no, Sam Scudder was the original. Evan McCullough was the second. She's gender bent, so Eva McCullough so she'll be a Mirror Master. Um I mean as far as the events that happened, um Joe almost died, so now he's in witness protection. And uh Barry finally realized that uh Iris was evil. We got a nice fight scene where Iris was like the, uh, you, you ever see Terminator 2? Yep. With the liquid Terminator who had, uh, he had the blades for hands. That's, uh, mm -hmm. that's what they did with Evil Iris and then Evil Iris died. 
and um, they still have no idea how to get good iris out of the mirror. But um, yeah, I mean, they're doing that thing of the Flash season where like all of his friends are like incapacitated or gone, and like people low key hate Barry only for them to come together at the end. Now I don't. Now I know that the season was cut short because of um, filming. I mean, because of COVID. So it's they're only gonna go to episode. I think, I don't know if it's, um, I think they're going to episode 21. I think they normally go to 23. So they're cutting back two episodes. So I'm curious what the finale is going to look like. It's going to be toned down compared to normal. I mean, compared to um, kind of what we would normally see. Um, Chris, do you have anything? Um, I think I, you know, I was texting you about this while we were watching it. Like, I'm sort of... I'm, I'm really tired of every year towards the end of the season or the end of the villain arc because it sort of happened during the first half of the season. It's like Barry's trying to convince people that, you know, a villain is the bad guy and they're like, no, they're not. They're good. So they never believed Barry and they all alienate him and it turns out he was right. And, and I'm just like, haven't hasn't this happened to you guys enough to believe him? Like honestly, especially when it's people you don't even really know. I mean, with Iris, yeah, but yeah, I just something new. The the CW definitely. I mean, especially if you watch more than one show, they definitely like to recycle storylines and story beats. I mean, after watching Arrow for years, how many times did Team Arrow turn on Oliver? You know what I mean? Yeah. And Team Flash turns on Barry, and they're like, "Come on, guys, we're a family." And it's like, do you? I don't turn on my family like that, like every year. Oh man. Yeah, I don't know. Like the show, a lot of the shows, except for Legends, like post Crisis, have just been. I don't know. Flash has just been strange post Crisis. I felt like they were building up the Crisis so much, and then afterwards, they're they're not really sure like what exactly to do. I do like um, Sue Dibney, or I guess her name is Sue Dearborn right now. Yeah. Ralph's future wife. I thought her interactions with Ralph were pretty funny. They sort of made her like a... They, they sort of made her like an evil... They, they sort of made her like a uh, like a spy type. And I thought um, the episodes and scenes with her were pretty fun and just a nice change of pace. Um, trying to think of anything else. I mean, yeah, as, as far as the plot, like, 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 I mean, kind of like we were saying, you know, as far as the storyline, I do feel like people turning on Barry gets old. And, um, we still don't really, like, we know who the villains are, but I feel like we haven't, we still haven't gotten sort of like the, the master, master plan yet. Um, we're getting Godspeed next week. Yeah. Yeah. So, on, on the, know about not knowing what the plan is it sort of seems like at this point she doesn't really have a master plan she just wanted to get out and she wants to exact revenge on her husband and it seems like every other side quest that the characters are going on is to get at her husband because he's the head of Black Hole or whatever so it's just sort of like what is the point of this master plan because like you were saying it seems like they were building up to crisis and then now crisis is happening now it's just sort of like what we do with half the season because honestly they could have did you know three mini arcs surrounding you know some villains and it could be it could have been building up to like next season being um the rogues because since crisis has made pipe piper a villain again you have the pipe piper technically two mirror masters you could have created a new heat wave um i think the top exists in this universe i can't remember i think she so, does yeah no yeah, I... and then you have um a weather witch so there's your new rogues 
Yeah, I, I honestly, I think it's just because of budget why they haven't done the rogues. Because they need to. They they have enough villains where they can use, they can do the rogues and not even use Captain Cold and Heat Wave. Yeah. Um. I will say though, Legends has probably been Legends has been really good lately. Legends has been great. Um, Ray's gone. So Ray and Nora left. We got a final episode with uh Damian Dark, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, that was. I think that's been my favorite Legends episode in seasons. Like it, it, it was great. It was funny. Uh, you could tell Neil McDonough was having fun as Damian Dark, as he seems to always do. Um, he was in the uh, Simon Hedgehog movie. Off topic, sorry. Yeah, and he was only in there for a, a short minute, and I was like, oh. No, uh, definitely underused his talent. Yeah. Um, Legends during um, quarantine, these two episodes have been pretty good uh, dealing with the loom of fate. And so I'm just sort of like, um, I find it interesting that Sarah, you know, saw the one sister's face and whatever, and that was like a big deal to the forefront of her powers and is now just sort of like in a coma. And I'm just like, is it powers or plot armor? Well, I'm pretty sure Sarah, I, yeah, I don't know. Cause I mean, I feel like Sarah can just never die. Like that's just her thing. Um, She's destined to live forever. I liked um, Zari got to meet Zari 2.0 got to meet Zari 1.0 um, and they killed uh, yeah, they, they, they killed her brother for now so um, I so you texted me during Legends and you were saying you liked new Zari and Nate more than old Zari and Nate yeah, I didn't like old Zarya and Nate all that much. It felt a little forced. New Zarya and Nate, I think, was fine. Was it, it was better to me? I feel like, uh, well, Nate, Nate's the you no. Know, uh, I don't know if you remember, but there was like the memes going around. I think maybe around season two uh, of Legend, where it's just like Sarah is banging her way throughout history. Nate is banging his way throughout the ship. Yeah, he is. He had... Yeah. Is that, this would be the third crew member or the fourth person, but the third crew member. So what, he had, what? Sorry. Amaya and two Zaris? Yes. Yeah. I mean, good for you, too. Yeah, no, I mean, it, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, the only, Legends has been good, I I mean, I've mostly enjoyed it, the, John Constantine is still great, but I feel like in the last episode, they were kind of shipping Zarya with John Constantine, I was just like, are they doing this now? Like that, I don't, I don't know about that one. Mick, um, Mick having the daughter was hilarious. Yeah, that that episode was pretty great. They um, he first went to the mother's house, um, not in the last episode, but when he first found out he had a daughter and she was, you know, trolling him. I was like, oh, that's his kid. That is for sure his kid. I I, I really wish they spent a tad second more on the. Uh, um, the highlight reel of the pictures. Yeah. Because uh, I thought it was cute that he his daughter dressed up as Captain Cold and uh, the prom one, assumably he burned the dates painted. I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, but then it ended up backfiring because to her it just seemed like he kept coming and going. Yeah. Yeah, quite a... Yeah, no, I, I I've I've enjoyed Legends, um, and they I mean Mona's gone mostly, 
She came back after she came back for a raise last episode when they had the uh, the bachelorette party. She's gone. So, and then you have uh, Gary, who he's been there. I haven't loved it, but he's been there. Um, I've been watching Batwoman. Oh yeah, I still, heard she killed a person. Still not great. Yeah, she killed. So, pretty much the uh, the summary of the storyline of Batwoman is that. Her sister, she thought her sister was dead. Her sister was kidnapped by, um, she, her sister was kidnapped by this guy. I forget his name. I think he's a comic book villain, but pretty much her sister was kidnapped and tortured, which is why she is the way she is. And the kidnapper ended up coming back to Gotham and, um, Batwoman, not, she wasn't Batwoman. She was just Kate at that point, ended up killing him to pretty much like protect her sister and, you know, she kind of felt guilt, and Batwoman feels guilty for, you know, for not being able to find her sister and letting her sister be, you know, kidnapped and tortured as a kid. So, pretty much, yep, she killed someone, and then in the latest episode, she was kind of broken up about it and talking to Lucius, and Lucius was like, oh, well, you know, Bruce killed the Joker, and everybody was like, oh, what? So, um, the Arrowverse version of Joker is, I guess, uh, he's dead, maybe, you know, unless you see it, I don't know if it's true. And um, Batman did it. So we have another uh, murderous Batman. I mean, that's one way to keep him out of the show, if he's dead. But um, besides that, there, Batwoman still hasn't done anything super amazing. Their one, like, post-crisis thing was for a couple episodes, they had brought in, like... Like, a, they had a doppelganger of her sister that was good, like, a version of her sister that, like, was never kidnapped and was never evil, and she hung around for a couple episodes, but then on Batwoman, they said that doppelgangers can't exist after Crisis, doppelgangers can't exist with their original counterpart, so pretty much one of them had to die, either the, um, either, like, the the evil sister or like the double ganger sister that was good and they made you think they were they were going to kill off the evil sister but no the good double ganger ended up um ended up dying she got killed by a sniper it's a long story but that was that was the one post crisis thing they did um besides that i'm still pretty like meh on batwoman i don't think it's done anything i don't think batwoman's done anything to reach the heights of like an arrow or flash season 1 for sure. Like I said, I think my... I've said this before. My biggest gripe with Batwoman is that, like, okay, you're trying to do a gender-bent Batman show. I get it. But they don't do... They don't they don't utilize Batman's rogues gallery. And the main storyline is just her and her sister. And if you don't like her sister as a villain, which I really don't, then I feel like that just that just hurts the show. And I understand, like, okay, well, we don't want to use the Joker. I got it. Batman has plenty of other villains besides the Joker that you can use, you know? And Batman villains aren't even, most of them don't have power, so they aren't, they, it's not like it's expensive to have the Riddler in your show. You know what I mean? Right. So, and, you know, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'll, you, you can go ahead. So, and the other thing is, you know, with good writing, you can take one of his silliest villains and make them legitimate or make the audience feel for them. Where's Kite Man at? They did the War of Jokes and Riddles. Yeah, Kite Man. When they did War of Jokes and Riddles the other, like, two, three years ago, and they made Kite Man relevant, and then you look at the Harley Quinn show, and he's actually, like, funny, and people actually like him. You know, have good writing, and you can take, I don't know, do condiment king and make him funny, uh, or make him you know, you could you could make him like a running gag. Like I've been I've been watching um, Lucifer, and there was a uh, a robber that I think showed up first in season two, um, that he stopped and he's come back you know every you know like maybe once or twice every season since, and you know he's been hilarious. He stopped all the time. I'm like. You could do that with like condiment, you know, 
like he got out of jail and uh, he's back to dressed up as a ketchup packet. I don't know what he does, but you know. But yeah, no, I guess I totally agree that yeah they they need to do more of the Rose Gallery. I mean, they got renewed for season two. And who knows when new seasons of shows are going to be filmed. So, I mean, they got time to figure something out. Um, We don't even talk about Supergirl. There's nothing, there's nothing in Supergirl that's really worth talking about. It hasn't even really come back since, um, since the delays. Uh, Chris, did you have anything else for the Arrowverse at all? Okay, um, I'm trying to think. Um, I did see the Sonic movie. Did we ever talk about it? Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, I don't know if they've announced the sequel yet. Do you know? I don't know if they announced the sequel. They just had the post-credit thing with Tails at the end. And Sonic, Sonic movie was a while they ago. A good amount of money. That was, unfortunately, that was the last movie I saw in theaters before, um... All this stuff went down. I hope it's not the last movie I see in theaters, period. I think that was the last movie I saw in theaters. Oh, boy. Did you see the uh, the Honest trailer for it? Yeah, I thought... They I said thought it was I'm a sure ripoff of uh, Detective Pikachu. It's not inaccurate. Did you see the uh, How It Should Have Ended for it? I have not seen How It Should Have Ended for it. Okay, you, you should watch that. I thought it was really funny. Uh, a spoiler, because fast forward, it is what happens at the end. And like, that was pretty good. Um, so, I know we... I, I know uh, I've been more keeping track of being kept up to date on manga. I think you're kept up on One Piece, right? Yeah, I'm kept up on One Piece. What have you thought of like these past several uh, latest editions with you know them wrapping up the Odin backstory and coming back to the present where it seems like we're finally about to start the main confrontation with Kaido and Big Mom's forces and Luffy and his grand army of the Republic? Yeah, no, I mean, One, One Piece has been great this whole year. I feel like we only get a chapter every other week, but I mean, I've been... Super happy with One Piece, so I liked Odin's backstory. He went out like a G, being boiled. He was boiled in uh, hot acid, and that didn't kill him. He just got shot in the head by Kaido. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot in One Piece right now. So I guess the... Um, we've, we've been dealing with quite a few twists. So the first twist was that uh, Kanjiro was a traitor to the other, yeah. um, the other samurai, right? And um, right. one of the guys that was working for Odin was a good guy the whole time. I forget his name. Um, Luffy's yep. Luffy's back. Straw Hats are back. Allied with um, Law and his people and Kid and his people. Jinbei is back. So I don't know how Jinbei survived. I'm dealing with Big Mom before, but yeah. Jinbei is back. And they pretty much have their own army now. So now we pretty much have like two armies that are go that are going to go head to head. Typical end of One Piece arc where you know after the flashback and figure out who everybody is, we've got you know I now we're we're prob we're about to hit probably you know our fight to the arc. I'm curious how they're going to structure it because not only not only do you have Kaido and his henchmen, but you've also got Orochi and his people. And their ally was Big Mom and um, Big Mom's um, henchmen that we've seen before as well. So I'm curious to see how all this is going to shake out. Because I'm like, I'm, there, there can only be so many fights in an arc, you know? Yeah, and I think with Big Mom, I don't think she's going to play as much a part in it. Because most of her people are not there. Um, I think she only has a few... Of her forces because her the ship she was on got destroyed, and so you know they went through that amnesia period with her. Um, so I don't think she's going to be as much of a factor. She might just go just peace out after seeing what Kaido Kaido 
Kaido, Kaido, Kaido. Kaido. Dealing with and just keep out. Um, but you know, when you're talking about Oda, and I was like, shout out to Ishiro Oda for making me care about a character that I already knew going in was dead, and then by the time he, you know, actually died in the flashback, I was just like, you, someone kill Orochi right now, or I'm gonna do it. Now, Orochi is Orochi is just a great scumbag villain character. I mean. I don't know. Oda does a really good job of making villains that you just want to see, like, get their ass beat. Like, like after seeing everything that um, Orochi did, it's like, yeah, he can go. So, yeah, I um, think he, he might be up there in the top five most hated One Piece characters. I think number one is that uh, Celestial Dragon, uh, Charlie or Charles or something like that. Yeah. I'm, um... I'm looking forward to uh, seeing um, how he gets beaten and who actually beats him. It looks like we have a lot of fights and things on the horizon. And, I mean, Jinbei, I think he's finally a part of the crew. Yeah, he's finally a part of the crew. Like, for sure this time. Because they've, like... Yeah, he's the helmsman. Because they've blue-balled us with Jinbei for two arcs and they did it in Fishman Island and then they did it on Whole Cake Island and it's just like is Jinbei ever going to be a part of the main Straw Hat crew or not? Because yeah. now I mean because oh, because we already because we know that like they have like the Straw Hat Alliance which are all the friends all the friends that they made um uh Dress Rosa that was Doflamingo's place all the friends they made in Dress Rosa are part yeah. of like the Straw Hat fleet so it's like they're his allies, but they're not a part of the main crew. And I was like, is Jinbei ever gonna be part of the main crew? Is he dead? But no, he's alive. So I'm I'm happy to see that finally. Cause people have wanted Jinbei to be a part of the crew since um since Marineford. Yeah. Um so he, he I think he is with the way he introduced himself. Not only did he uh, show not only did he say that to them, he also said that to Kaido's people. Um, and so I think that is he is officially uh, on the crew, which is amazing because you know, like you said, people have been waiting for it since Marineford. Um, and we've been teased too many times, so I think it's good now. Uh, I am interested to see how this plays out because you knew throughout most of the other arcs and there's like, okay, so Earl's going to fight him. Sanji's going to fight him. Nami's going to fight her. Robin's going to fight her or whatever. Um, but you don't really have that as much this time. No. Um, so, I mean, you know you have the T-Rex guy who is Drake X, I think. Um, a couple other people, but you don't know who they're going to fight in the Straw Hat crew. Um, and this is also the first arc that we've had the whole Straw Hat crew together in a while. Uh, so that's good. On the anime side, though, they're not that far behind. I think with this coronavirus thing and people, depending on if people are able to record or not, um, it may give the manga more time to get ahead. Yeah, no, because the anime is just on hiatus for right now. Right. A lot of, I mean, most entertainment stuff is put on hold right now. Even mm-hmm. like, um, like, like Marvel and DC Comics. I don't think we've had a new comics in like a month. The, I don't know. I actually haven't read a comic in a. In a in, you know, uh, DC, they're doing metal, too. Did you see the, uh... The, you didn't see the, uh... The teasers for it, did you? Nope. Apparently, Wonder Woman is supposed to be, um... She's supposed to get the most attention in it, and there's a clip of her holding the, um... The Batman Who Laughs head. Hopefully he is dead. Because, uh... Fans have turned on the Batman Who Laughs now. <laughs> Because DC's been, uh, they've been using Why? them too much. But, um, yeah, no, off topic, uh, so yeah, back to, back to anime, I mean, a lot of shows, it looks, I mean, if they're delaying the One Piece anime, and they're able to still do the One Piece manga, 
that would be a good opportunity for them to catch up. You know, and it's weird because One Piece is like pretty much one of the few anime shows that's still on the air all the time. That and like Boruto, which is all filler. Because now, nowadays, it's no longer filler. Oh yeah, they're they're in the canon now, aren't they? Which and they're also and Boruto's also delayed, which is funny. But, um, no, I was just going to say that, like, newer shows, like My Hero Academia, they're only on for half the year. Right. And then they go on break because, like, I actually, I rewatched the whole uh, Bleach anime over the, um, over quarantine. That was one thing I forgot. I rewatched the whole Bleach anime and um, skipped all the filler. And I got to say, when you skip the filler, not bad. Not bad. It has its issues for sure, but... Not bad, and they don't do anime like that anymore for the most part where you just have like 30 plus episodes of just straight filler and like long filler arcs. And like, it was funny, like with shows like Naruto and Bleach, they would literally stop in the middle of the canon and just go into filler. Yeah. Like, I do you, uh... do you remember Naruto back in the day where it was like, it was in the middle of the war and it was right before they were going to summon Madara. And they just went to filler for God knows how long. And anime watchers yeah, were so no, upset. I, I just skipped that. Yeah. I, I just did. I, was, I just I didn't watch it until Madara came back. Yep. Yep. I, uh, so, you know, Charles, uh, I, he started one piece during all this. And I told him. Uh, besides, like, a couple of filler things, like, what episodes to skip. And so now he's in part two of uh, One Piece. And so I was just like, you know, he's really enjoying it. And I'm like, see, when you skip the filler, you can make it through One Piece. Because the filler doesn't really add anything. No, it doesn't. I mean, for the most part... The only type kind of filler that's okay is when they expand something from the canon, like it, like they extend a fight or they show an off-screen fight or something like that. When it, the only filler, like the filler I liked was in Naruto when they were in the infinite Tsukuyomi and you saw like the alternate universe of, you know, what would have happened if the fourth Okage had lived and Naruto was raised under them. I like that because I like seeing, you know, Naruto happy with his family things turned out and Sasuke still was a prick so that was just going to happen regardless yeah I mean every once every blue moon there'll be a filler that's halfway decent but um if I'm doing any rewatches of any big shows filler's gotta go you, you gotta cut down those episodes yeah um, um did you have any in uh, terms of other yeah uh, with other manga, um, so Boruto uh, has been Boruto manga has been okay. It's been good. Um, I haven't had really any complaints with it. Uh, they're sort of in this like where you feel like you're approaching something big, and they're sort of building to it right now. Um, Dragon Ball Super has been great. Uh, they're in sort of like the I feel like the end of the Moro arc, which has been pretty good. I'm like, okay, I would like to see this animated. So, you know, stop focusing on Digimon Funimation and, you know, get back to Dragon Ball Super. Um, and the My Hero Academia manga has been fantastic. Like, this has been great. Uh, the part where you are now, you're starting to see some of the other heroes that you you know about now but haven't gotten to really see um and you're starting to see them fight which is pretty cool but it's interesting because i don't know if i think we've talked about this before but do you remember um i think maybe it was like two years ago where uh the author said that he feels like he's halfway done with my hero you know he would want to wrap it up within the next few years mm-hmm I don't see how that's possible, given where the story is now. Well, I feel like, it, you know, he wrapped it up by, let's say, a year from now. I'm like, I, I don't see how you could satisfactorily wrap that up. 
but also since they are still where I am, they are still freshmen. And this is like at least four seasons, maybe five seasons from where you guys are in the anime. So I'm like, they're still freshmen. And I'm like, this is his journey to becoming the greatest hero, but I'm like, is he? does he become the greatest hero before he graduates high school? Is there going to be a time skip? But if you're going to do a time skip, why would you do it so late in the game? You know? Yeah, I, I have a feeling that my hero is going to go on for a while. Just because... Um, show, I mean... What what are the what are the other big mangas that Shonen Jump right now? Um. Um. <laughs> great question. That's a good question. I'm not sure because there was a lot of hype on the internet because um, not only is the Bleach anime coming back because the manga, I mean the anime never finished the manga, but the creator is uh, doing a new manga about witches. So that's supposed to be in Shonen Jump. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't even know what. Let me. Look. I'm actually gonna look at my phone right now. Oh, Black Clover, of course. Duh. Is Attack on Titan done? Um, uh, it's it, the manga's still going. It's a monthly though. Okay. One Punch Man is done. I think a Demon Slayer is another another one right now. Okay, yeah. Black Rover Demon Slayer. Uh, which one of those has gone and then I think that's the character's name? Hmm? Okay. I don't know. I don't read either of those things. I can picture the character, but... But then again, I, you could just say insert generic shonen hero here and like eight of them. Yeah, some people really like Black Clover, but I just, I could not get through it. I don't know what it was. Yeah, so I don't think in my heroes. Um, Dr. Stone is another one. The Promised Neverland is another one. Okay, yeah, I, I've heard of it. Yeah, okay. Now now I know what the other trending things are. Oh, that makes sense. Um... Chris, did you have any oh, another another one would be Fire Force, the Fire Force manga. I can see that ending soon, uh, based on where it is and how things are coming to an end, like all the plans that they've talked about. Like even in the season that, uh, even in the first season, some things you'll see in the inevitable second season. Like okay, this could end by chapter three hundred. I think I'm like 240. It could end before that too, but unless it becomes like the fourth great ninja war and that just and it just drags. Yeah, we don't we don't have to get into that today. Chris, did you have anything else? The My Hair Academia anime is on break again. Saw Endeavor, uh pretty much make his debut as a new number one hero. Because I got messed up. Yep. He, he's... Uh, I didn't finish the anime season, but did... Yeah, has he seen Shoto since the... Uh, no. He hasn't seen up? him, no. Oh. Shoto would make a joke about it. He just... um the, the last episode was where Endeavor fought... He was fighting Nomu with Hawk's help. Oh, we, okay. we got to see Hawk's in action pretty much for the first time. And that's um, mostly where it left off. Okay. 
And then we got uh, To Be Continued in Season 5. Um, and it will be. It definitely will be. No, they're they're gonna hold. I, I that's why like my hero ending. I think they're gonna hold on to my hero for a while because hashtag franchise. Yeah, it'll just be like when uh, um, why can't I think of his name right now? Uh, Dragon Ball Akira, Akira Toriyama. Yeah, and they're like, here's some money, and he's like, all okay. right, saga. <laughs> uh, I had a debate with a friend over if the Boo Saga was good or not and I was like okay but Fusion was cool I was like Super Boo, Boo Super Boo Kid Boo Gotenks uh, Vegito all cool and I was I like I would say the Boo Saga part of like the sequel trilogy in Star Wars it had some cool ideas and it didn't really follow through on them. Nope. But then again, I think GT is actually a better one for the sequel trilogy. Oh, uh, we don't. Th- let's not talk about GT right now. Boo Saga is like the prequels. Is it canon? It is. Who knows? <laughs> we'll find out. I like the. I actually feel like the best way to to look at some of that is like alternate timelines, because that's what they did with the Xenoverse games. At least it's implied. Yeah. They're like GT and Super are just different timelines. You know what's also interesting from the Boo saga that they sort of bring back in this current arc in Dragon Ball Super, but they still haven't really explained is remember when uh, the Supreme Kai is telling uh, people about like when Boo first showed up. And so how he fought the Supreme Kai of, like, the North, the East, the South, and the West. And then there was, like, the Grand Supreme Kai, which was the big one that he absorbed that made him fat boo. Which one was Beerus's life tied to? Sorry, what'd you say? Which one was... Because there were, like, five Supreme Kais. There was the big one. And then there was like ones of the North, East, South, and West. And then the Supreme Kai that we have now is the one that was the only one that survived. So, which one is Beerus's life tied to? We know now it's like the the one we have now, but like before, was he tied to all of them, or was it just whoever, you know, had the title at the time? Yeah, you know that was never explained. And they still have explain. Um, I, I have to catch up on the super manga. Actually, I'm behind on that. Um, I, I I know what they're doing now. They're fighting the um, what animal is he? Is he a goat? He looks like a goat. Goat, yeah. I'm like the goat. Yeah, they're fighting the goat man. That's um or a ram, I guess. Or ram, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they're fighting him. Fighting the Los Angeles Rams. Uh um yeah so i'm gonna have to check that out the only other thing i wanted to mention i forgot about this is uh i haven't seen it yet but the michael jordan documentary is it good oh yeah i've loved it um it's been great so far four parts done two more parts come on tonight um so yeah so apparently uh kobe is in this one for a few minutes so I'm ready to be hurt again. Yeah, yeah, it's still sad. Yeah. 2020 has been a hell of a year. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, someone's playing Jumanji or someone pissed off God. We have the plague, so. No, I I was joking. I was joking my mom, and I was just like, I was like, Mom, some people think this is when uh, Jesus is going to come back. And my mom's like, where is he? (laughs) <laughs> what's he waiting for I'm ready now <laughs> take me home oh my god but um yeah sorry this is uh I'm feeling I don't know why I feel like I'm pretty low energy today I guess probably it's just being inside for almost two months but um we hope yeah. you guys um enjoy this podcast definitely had a good time today and um 
hopefully when we come back, maybe things are a little bit better. Some like cool stuff come, comes down the pipeline. I mean, Flash is going to wrap his season up. Flash and Legends are going to wrap their seasons up relatively soon. So we'll have that for sure. Yeah. Um, Interested to see how they do that. What One of the, the legal shows I watch is doing a... The episode comes out tomorrow, actually. They're doing a, um, a, uh, a Zoom trial. A Zoom bench trial. And so I'm interested to see how they do that. And they're doing it because it's based on coronavirus. And I'm like, huh. Yeah, get get ready for all your shows to do a coronavirus episode. Yeah, it's, if not now, when they come back in the fall or winter. Every sitcom um, is going to do it. Back. They're going to have to. Like, there's no way. Yeah. I'd be curious. I'd be curious. I'd be curious what if if they even make a joke about it in certain shows. Like you think, um, think next season on the Flash, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, Cisco, didn't you cure the coronavirus?" Oh yeah, we did. You know, I think they on shows with a fan with a fantastical aspect like that. I think they will ignore it. Probably. Um, but on a show like sitcoms and. Uh, dramas and things like that that take place in this world I think they will have at least an episode or two to address it whether it's going back in the past or dealing with like the fallout of whatever is happening wonder if we'll get some comics because I don't know if you remember like uh, kind of dark after 9-11 there was like a slew of yep. like 9-11 comics Like, Spider-Man reacts to 9-11, the Avengers react to 9-11, and it's like, okay, but you guys see world-ending events literally, like, weekly, so, yeah, it'll be interesting, but, um, Chris, you got anything else before we sign off? Nope, I, after living during this pandemic, I'm, I'm still trying to understand when the renaissance is supposed to happen. Did you're, uh, you're going to be in a play. Did your play get canceled? It's been postponed. Postponed, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was... So whenever it's safe. Hey, if you ever feel bad, just know I was supposed to go to Hawaii in April. That's rough. I, I mean, I was also supposed to go see Hamilton and go see my nieces. Oof. And this is the third time that I've been thwarted from seeing Hamilton. I did get all my money back, which was good, but yeah, no, this is going to be the, uh, the dead summer. It looks like I, I don't want that. I, I didn't have a summer last year because of the bar and I was going to have a summer this year because, well, I passed the bar this time. So, you know, uh, I wanted a summer. I need a summer. I saw a meme and it was like coronavirus got us drinking on the porch like we're in Mississippi. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was pretty good. I'm like, that's the only thing we can. I'm like, oh man, that's the only th- only thing people can do. Drinking yeah, on, I saw drinking on the porch, no shoes. I think we'll get more of like if you live in a neighborhood or a, like a bigger community, you know, an apartment complex, but you'll see more and more people that have actually been in quarantine, like, hang out together, you know, like, do it within, you know, like a circle, but, you know, I think we'll start seeing that more um, as these weeks go on. Yeah, I miss the homies. I do too. But, alright, um, hope you enjoyed this episode of the Two Blacks and Dirty Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Chris Esquire. And, um, yep. Oh, yeah, uh, Chris Passbar. Oh, wait. I totally forgot. Do you want to talk about um, your shout-out? I totally forgot about it. Okay. So, I... So, uh, was this is about, like, 10 days ago from this recording. I, uh, Michigan Bar Results came out earlier than any of us expected by about almost a month, because we expected them in, like, May. Um, so they came out, I passed, 
And so the next day I'm sitting at my makeshift desk in my room and my brother sends a text message in our family group thread that someone else wanted to congratulate me on passing the bar. So I can already, I already see the thumbnail of the video. It's Kevin Conroy. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry, what? So my brother, uh, like is upstairs in the hallway and he's like videotaping me and I'm like watching it. And, you know, I didn't say anything, which if you know me is a lot, cause I'm not really the speechless type. I talk a lot. And, uh, I think a tear came to my eye and I was shaking. And I thought that was a bit my reaction, but yeah, no, Kevin Connor gave me a shout out. Um, like he, it was like 30 seconds of it was like scripted with what my brothers wanted to say. And then like the next two and a half minutes was him just speaking. Um, and that was from him. And I was like, well, Batman congratulated me on passing the bar. And I just, uh, he did the voice. He did the voice. Yeah, but I, uh, no, Kevin Conroy's a cool guy. I, I met him a couple years ago at a con. Um, Alright, so now we can actually do our sign-off. I'm happy for you, Chris. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Well, uh, I, I'd, I'd say we should celebrate, but um, who knows when that'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Eventually... One day, eventually, this will be over, and we'll be able to do some normalish things again, maybe. So, yeah. um, yeah. Until then, um, I'm Chris, and this is Chris. Live long and prosper. See you soon.